Hi, I'm Sarah Noble, your host for the Modern Day Intuitive Podcast. For over 25 years, I've been on a spiritual journey, searching, learning, expanding, and growing. I've traveled the world, led by my heart, on a quest to know myself so that I can support others. This podcast was created from my deep desire to help you connect with your intuition and to inspire you to create a life where the impossible becomes possible and you live into your sacred dreams and desires. Thanks for being here and enjoy the show. Hello, my loves. Welcome, welcome. So good to be here with you today. Thank you for tuning in again for another really beautiful reading today with Abby. Before we dive in, I do just want to let you know that I created a New Year's ritual, and I know it's partway into the month, yet it's still available, and it is the type of thing that just keeps on giving and giving. And so even though it's partway into the new year, it can still support you really getting in touch with what you are living in devotion to this year and gives you a series of practices and exercises to work through that can really help you gain more ground than just making resolutions or creating intentions. It's essentially a roadmap into you, into the authentic dreams of your heart. It's called Unlocking Your Purpose. And there is a link in the show notes. My gift to you is that I am offering it free. Use the coupon code RITUAL2024 and you can access that program for free for a little while longer. So I hope to see you over there. And for our reading, Abby is here with us today and recently she ended a relationship and is exploring who she is on the other side of being in partnership. She's looking for guidance on finding her own authentic voice and expression in the world. We dive into a wonderful conversation that takes us on a journey about being willing to be single and devoting love and attention to yourself. We look at stepping outside the collective narrative that as women, we can only find our worth through being married and being a mother. We talk about being selfish as a gift to your soul and how it is not your fear that changes when you begin to look at it, but it's your relationship with your fear that changes and helps you access deeper parts of yourself and move forward towards what you want. And also remembering that no relationship is wasted, that everything has value and everything is for you and this journey. You're exactly where you're supposed to be right now in this moment, my love. So enjoy this beautiful reading with Abby. Namaste. Hi, Abby. Welcome to the podcast. How can I help you today? Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited and so grateful to be here. So my question is, so I recently got out of a relationship, a three-year relationship. And prior to that, I was in another three-year relationship, which when I entered that relationship, I was 16, 17. So I was pretty much in a six-year long relationship And now that I'm 24 years old, I was just wondering, how can I really just move forward into my adulthood with no partner and just really find my voice and find who I really am so I can find my divine partner, find my person? Yeah, thank you. I'm just following that for you. And 
the threes feel significant is the first thing that's playing. And what it also wants to do is add another three. So this idea of you spent three and three giving to others, right? And being part of a unit, a network, a partnership. And what I'm seeing is three again. And not to scare you or say you have to be single for three years, (laughs) but there is this call in you to really go deep with who are you and being okay with this idea that it might be three years. And what I'm connecting in with is in my own journey, a lot of the time, It was my willingness to be open to something that shifted more than the thing. So your willingness to be open to being in relationship with yourself for three years without needing another person is going to be a big part of that. You coming to terms with that as a possibility for you. I see it as this really big act of devotion and love to yourself. So what happens when I share that? I definitely feel that I need to be, and not necessarily need to be, but I should be like single for a while and really just, like you said, go deep and find who I am because I lost myself or I just didn't really know who I was for those years. And those were big years, like my, I feel like coming of age years. So I definitely can understand that it is it's a little scary to say oh it's three years because three years from now I'll be 27 and a couple of years ago I thought oh maybe by 27 maybe I'll be like married or maybe at least engaged but now I feel I just have more of an open mind and just feel that okay now it's time for me to just choose me and put myself first yeah There's a really big cultural story, right, for women around you should be married by this time. You should have children by this time. (laughs) And I have been married and I have children and I am definitely an advocate for if that is your soul's desire, then to follow it. (laughs) It is a magical, incredible part of our lives. And disconnecting from the story and the timeline and really allowing it to come from your heart and your knowing of your worth rather than feeling like you are not complete until you have these things. Do you understand that distinction? Yeah. I think we're taught as women, right, that we need this. Without this, we're not whole. We're not complete. We haven't done what we're supposed to do in this lifetime. And I get that. As women, we are basically responsible for carrying on the human race. (laughs) So there is a thread of truth inside of that story. But what happens with so many of our collective narratives that are present today is that an element of truth is taken and then it's distorted. And it's used to... I say contain us in a way, right? Because you're an incredibly powerfully gifted, intelligent being in your womanness. And so when we are asked to give that up too early, we lose 
a big part of who we came here to be. Yeah, that's so true. And I can definitely feel that because when it is time for me to, I guess, get married and have kids, having kids is like the one thing that I can't wait for. However, I can wait, if that makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) Whereas I know it's important to find myself and be so sure in who I am before I bring kids into the world and teach them and show them. Yeah, there's so much wisdom in that, my love. In my own life, I had my children at 41 and 42. And I reflect back and joke and because I feel at your age, I was a train wreck. (laughs) So I would have not given my kids, right, the wisdom that I give them now. Right. And so for you to hold that already in your heart and know that, like there's so much magic in that that's available for you as you're endeavoring on this path of who are you? And knowing that children are a yes for you in this lifetime, yet they're a yes for you when you can give them what you would love to give them. Exactly. Like my parents, they preached it where it's, you have to be selfish. Like this is your time to be selfish, to discover who you are. So then when the time comes, you can be fully present. Yeah. And I stand on this side of the adventure and say, yes, I agree with that. (laughs) (laughs) Where do you want to take this? Honestly, I'm not too sure. That's okay. (laughs) Let me just see what your guides want to take it. How about that? Yeah, that sounds great. So they're taking me to your heart. And the image I see is a diving board. And it's not the high dive one. It's the kind of, you know, that other one they tend to have at the pool that's like significantly high when you're little, but it's not that high as an adult. (laughs) What I see is the water under the diving board has those beautiful ripples that you see when you throw a stone into the clear water and it's rippling out. and. The idea with this image is that there's so much of your life already that has begun to create these ripples, yet like in the image, you're not even on the diving board yet. And so this energy around, you're at this very beginning of this new journey that this diving board is waiting for you, right? To sort of proverbially jump off (laughs) into this beautiful image of water and these ripples that the adventure has already started. It's been put into motion. And yet here you are questioning, how do I get up onto that diving board? How do I jump into that life? It's like you can see that life that you want stretching out in front of you. And yet I get the sense that you're standing here still not quite sure how you begin. So how does that land when I say that? So the first thing that comes to mind is my sister and I, we are at the beginning of our, I guess, building our business. And the past, I would say, couple of months, I've been very like back and forth where 
I want to take sleep, but those fears come in. And like you said, I can see it and I can see how the life and how things will potentially play out. However, I guess I'm not as confident in taking that leap. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What do you think is stopping you? I think just the like fears of definitely not knowing my worth. I think just being scared of what if this doesn't work out or am I good enough? And those are things I've been trying to work through. However, those little voices, they keep popping up. Yeah. And I think everybody listening who is on this entrepreneurial journey or doesn't even have to be that. I mean, I think it's the journey of life Yeah, <laughs> would be nodding their heads right now. Like, yeah, I have that exact same thought too. You know, it's a very common collective thought that we're not good enough. We don't know enough. What if it doesn't work out? Like they're so familiar. And what practices, what do you do when you hear those voices? I let them come up, but I I don't really dive into them. I kind of just say, okay, like I hear this, but I'm going to do X, Y, and Z to really just go into what we're working on. Yeah. Yeah, no, I love it. And what I love is that, you know, we're talking about the diving board and you use the metaphor to dive in. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't even realize. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there's so much richness in this place, my love, and what you're doing can be helpful, right? It's like, okay, fear, I'm not going to pay attention to you. I'm just going to keep stepping forward on my journey. And that is a viable tool. And what I have learned and seen so much progress and freedom come in my own life and other people's lives that I work with is when you actually get to know that fear, where you turn towards it, where you dive into the fear and really become familiar because there's a, a lot of things that can happen in that place. And this fear that you have, it comes from somewhere. Part of it, right, is a collective narrative, yet it is heard by you because there is a level of belief inside you that allows it to stick and not making you wrong in that at all. That's how it works for most of us. And when you have the ability to say, hey, fear, come over here. Let's get to know each other. Come a little closer. Tell me what really is happening. You can connect in with your body. Where does that fear live in your body? Does it have a sensation? Does it have a sound? Really take the time to recognize that that fear is just trying to be your friend. It's trying to be your ally, yet it's misguided. And so it is stopping you. And so if you can play with it to the point where you recognize why that fear is here, there is much more movement when you then bring back out this practice of, hey, fear, thanks for being here, and we're doing this anyway. There's like more space to breathe is the way I experience it because you've already unpacked 
why the fear is there. How does that land for you or what experience do you have with that? That's very interesting. And I I never really thought of it that way. I've always been, okay, I'm going to let it come up, but I don't want to sit with it too long. But I also don't want to bury it too deep. So now being aware of it, I know I should sit with it and realize, okay, why am I feeling like this? And where is it in my body? So I can, I guess, eventually release that fear. Yeah. And there is some fears, I think, that we do work through and we do release them. And then these really deep-seated fears, I've been doing this a long time and they still love to linger. (laughs) They just want to make sure I'm okay this time. (laughs) (laughs) And so it's not the fear in me that's changed. It's my relationship to the fear that's changed. That's interesting. Yeah. That's where the transformation lives. Thinking back to like when I was in grammar school and I was a very shy kid. I was always the quiet one in class, never really spoke up or even raised my hand to just answer a question or just kind of say what was on my mind about whatever topic it was. And I never did that because I was scared. I was scared of either not being right or made fun of for saying the wrong thing or just kind of the judgment. And that fear, I guess, changed to like now, oh, I'm fearful because I don't know if I'm good enough or I don't know if I'm doing the right thing. Yeah. And right, that fear, that little girl, she's still inside you and she still carries those same fears. And what happens is she projects them onto grown up us. So when you're inside one of your moments, right, of making a decision to move forward, even though your fear is there, she's the one that wants your love and attention. She wants to know that it's going to be okay because she's still sitting in that desk scared to raise her hand. And so grown up you knows that, hey, I can raise my hand. I know what I'm doing. She's like, oh, no, Abby, no, no, please don't. (laughs) too scary for me. Yeah. (laughs) So I found really working and nurturing those young parts of ourselves, especially in those moments, right? When you're faced with that moment of fear, the beauty of becoming really familiar with your fear is that you notice it right away. You're like, oh, there's that feeling in my stomach and there's that thought in my head. Oh, hi, fear. Oh, I love you. Thanks for being here. When you really are connected and have a relationship like with a person, you have more ability to step outside of it in a way that is really going to be useful. It's not one where you're just ignoring it and you're going to have to see it again next time. When you learn to relate to it and you can even in those moments have a practice of recognizing, oh, that's just my little girl. Come over here. Let me love you. Let me let you know everything's okay. Yeah, this is kind of scary. It's new. Wow. And I've got you. I'm never going to let anything happen to you. No one's going to make fun of you. Nobody's going to tell you you're wrong. Not when I'm around because I got you. And we learn to have relationships like this with the parts of ourselves that are just so desperately wanting love from us. 
That is very important like, to just go and sit with that younger girl and just nurture and give her the love and just like encourage her so that now in my adult life I can just not be fearful. <laughs> or be afraid and still do what you want to do, even though the fear is there. Exactly. Yeah. I know there's teaching, right, about get rid of your fear and push it away and all the kind of harsher ways that I feel. And maybe for some people that works. Like I'm not knocking that, but just in my experience, that hasn't worked for me. What's really worked is the more tender inclusivity, right? Like your fear is a part of you. And essentially, if you're wishing away a part of you, it's like you're not going to wish away your big toe. Even if you stub it all the time and you're like, oh, big toe, what is wrong with you? You're not going to wish it away. And so I feel the same about all these parts of us, that they're still part of us. We just get to learn to peel back the conditioning that we live inside of, of why they're here with us right now. And then we really learn to access what is the true self underneath. What is that person who we are when we live outside the fear, outside of the stories and the I'm not good enough. And they all get to live, but just not in this true place of you. Yeah, it's so true because it is a part of you. And I probably wouldn't be where I am today if I hadn't had those fears. I like to think of healing or just working through things as like an onion. You're just like peeling back those layers to really see like those core issues and those core traumas, where that's stemming from as you heal and as you work through things. It's such a part of you that you shouldn't really just bury it down or just like throw it away because where can it take you? Yeah, exactly. I find a powerful practice with what you're talking about is how is this part of me that I don't like, I want to wish away, I think is the worst part of me. How do I actually recognize that this is the best part of me? Because like you said, right, you are here where you are because of the motivation of this fear, because of what you have done to move forward in your life and all the parts of you helped get you there. So they are some of the best parts of you, just some of them are just misguided, but they have so much value. They have so much intelligence. And when we push that away, we're selling ourselves short on all the magnificence that we are because we package it in these little parts that we say, oh, I don't like those. Exactly. And maybe if you open that box, like, what can you find? What is it that through those fears, what is it that you can cherish and take with you to inspire you or motivate you to maybe try something new? Yeah, there's so much wisdom alive in you. <laughs> Thank you. So what do you see differently now? Definitely cherish those fears, cherish my younger self and love her and just cherish her 
encourage her even more than maybe I have in the past. And I'm more motivated than I was before hopping on. Yeah, you know, you're bringing me back to the diving board image and the connection, right? Like, even when I first started, I said, not the big high one, but yeah. the, like the smaller one where you're not so afraid as a child or something along those lines. Yeah. And so playing inside this metaphor of, well, maybe you're a little girl, right? Like you've been afraid to get up on that diving board, but maybe your little girl is like, wow, that's so cool. Let's do this. Like, And she can get excited about the fact that it's the diving board and really play with her inside this metaphor and see what she shows you. Yeah. I just got chills as you said that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so beautiful, my love. What else are you taking away from our time today? To really just use this time for myself and just be selfish and don't push these lower, deeper feelings away. Just Let them arise and maybe sit with them so I can discover what's there to maybe inspire me more. Yeah. Yeah. When you said that last piece, I got this sensation as in that inspiration for your business. Like there's nuggets in there for you, right? That you you don't even know yet. (laughs) (laughs) That as you go to explore those, I see it as like fireworks coming out of that place that you are now willing to look at that have been waiting. And it's like they're bringing out these new ideas and this energy that's available to you now, creative energy that was captured and held inside those moments and inside those memories and feelings that It's like, oh, yes, she's going to look here now. We're ready. (laughs) So. Wow, that's great. (laughs) (laughs) I'm definitely excited to just explore, really. Explore myself and see what I have to offer, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, and one last note that they're dropping in is don't make yourself wrong for wasting time in relationships that didn't work out that both of those relationships and the path you were on inside of them was exactly correct for you and were all part of what you're here to do how you're here to move forward they helped shape parts of you that you might not understand right now but that you will see as your life unfolds why those relationships were necessary. There are some parts that I'm like, okay, she was in my life for this reason. But then there are other things like, I was so young or why was I in this relationship? And so there are some questions that are left to discover Yeah, I think the biggest piece I see for you right now is this opportunity to not be so hard on yourself. It's like this place of giving yourself the grace 
to remember how wise you are, which has shown up on this call already a number of times, right? (laughs) (laughs) That just because you don't understand the wisdom doesn't mean it wasn't there. And that to let yourself really just remember like, okay, I don't understand and that's okay. I know and trust that I am wise enough that those were not mistakes. All throughout my life, I've been so hard on myself and I've always put so much pressure on myself just going through school and all these different parts of my life. So now I guess it's time to just take that pressure off and just live. Mm. Does that feel like an okay place to land today in this energy of just live? (laughs) I think so. (laughs) (laughs) Mm, Thank you, my love. Thank you so much for having me. This was such an honor and this was amazing. All the messages. I am so excited just to move forward. Yeah, dive in. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for being here today and making your personal and spiritual growth a priority in your life. To learn more about connecting with your dreams and your intuition so that you can create a life full of possibilities, visit me at www.sarahnoble.com and see how we can create magic together. A big thank you from my heart to yours for making the planet a better place for us all.